Hi, I'm Jeff Kowalski. I host Creepypasta, the Creepypasta podcast, wherein we do not read the entirety of a Creepypasta. That is the No Sleep podcast. You can go listen to the No Sleep podcast if you want to. Here, we have fun discussions about Creepypastas that we like, and they're brought to me every week by my wonderful guests. And this week's guests are both returning guests, both named Cassie, uh, and both here on this episode, which you could probably have guessed by the fact that I said that they're guests on this episode. I have with me Cassie Rose. Hi. And bringing us this week's story, Cassie Kingsbury. Hi. Oh, you should have said hi for me, and I should have said hi for you to confuse everyone. Oh, wait, yeah, let's do it again. Nope. Do it again. All right. I'm not going to edit any of this out, but yeah, sure, let's give it another go. I have with me Cassie okay. Rose. And Hi, Cassie Kingsbury. Hi, it's me, Cassie Kingsbury. <laughs> Could you tell the difference at all, or were, did they sound the same? Uh, I'm going to get a lot of Perfect. tweets about this. Perfect. Oh, and so uh, I guess we sort of have an ad this week. Uh, I did this on the last episode, and I'm not sure if it worked, because uh, these episodes don't go up as soon as I record them. But if you want a free month of podcast hosting uh, and statistics for the podcast, you can go to bit.ly slash creepyhosting. Make sure you check out with the promo code creepy. And uh, I know you get a free month of something uh, I think it's hosting and I don't know what I get but let me know if you did that on Twitter at J3FK tweet at me and be like hey I did the thing like you said and uh, I'll uh, thank you for it uh, nailed it yeah Cassie tell us about the story you brought for us Okay, so the story that I have brought today is SCP-426, um, otherwise known as SCP Toaster, or at least that's what I always Google when I'm trying to find the story. I Googled. (laughs) (laughs) So um, you've done a couple SCPs on this show now. I forget what it stands for. Oh, wait, it's right on the the website in front of me. SCP stands for Secure Containment Protocol. Or Special Containment Protocol. Or Special Containment Procedures. I like that so much better, but I, I like that it's also the uh, little like tagline on the yeah. website. Like, it's yeah, it's got it. it's got multiple um, so meanings, is, all of which are cool. Yes, yeah. Um, this is like a very highly collaborative website where people can submit stories in a specific format, as if um, you know, there's like some creature or artifact or something that has some supernatural quality that needs to be um, contained in a certain way, so that it's you know, so that people are secure and protected from it. And um, I think that this story about the toaster is so much more interesting if you have already read a couple other SCPs, so you get a feeling for like what the format of it is, um, because they're essentially what you're reading is like the file on this specific item that needs to be contained. So anyway, all that is to say, this is a story about a toaster. And the toaster uh, has a really interesting effect on people, where first and foremost, uh, I believe it describes as its primary effect, um, it causes you to speak about it in the first person. And it almost makes it hard for me to talk about this story because I can't even like begin to do that naturally. Like You just don't talk about something other than yourself in the first person. But um, one of the lines is literally, I am an ordinary toaster, able to toast bread when supplied with electricity. But the person who's writing this is not the toaster. It's someone who is writing about the How toaster. How do you know? <laughs> because, because there's some context clues that I use. I don't know. I think the toaster <laughs> is actually typing it with its little cord. You know what? That's actually a possibility I didn't consider, and I, I like where you're going with this. Yeah, but, I, I could be you typing know, in this theory, with my cord. <laughs> 
<laughs> I am currently typing. Oh no, stop. I, stop. Don't do I really it. like so this creepy. story about me. I love me. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, I love this story about about me and, you know, the effect I have on people. How um, good I am at toasting you- toast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. It's like the toaster doesn't do anything. So it doesn't move. It doesn't talk, allegedly. It seems to, like, weirdly use people as its mouthpiece in this manner, but kind of not really at all. It's just like, it just, like, forces you to talk about it. Yeah, that as way far somehow. as anyone can and tell, then, just a normal toaster. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Me and you are just normal toasters. Yeah, totally. Everyone on this podcast and everyone listening to I this podcast plural, is just a normal toaster. I wonder toaster. how plural works when trying to mention me, the toaster. Me's. Well, eyes. <laughs> there is a part, um,. There is a part where they're like doing experiments on me and <laughs> the uh one of the subjects who gets put in with me in the room um puts his arms around me and calls us brothers. I can't even do I literally can't keep this up. Guys. Oh, I'm sorry. Such a good <laughs> I have I have I no intention to ever stop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> work, Jeff's gonna be talking about his life as a toaster. It's gonna be great. Yep. Um, so I also just want to mention that, um, probably my least favorite part, but okay, that they, that, that it happens in this story is, um, the secondary effect of the toaster of me is that I make you think that you actually are a toaster. Okay, I thought that was so great. <laughs> so there's a bunch of gags, like a bunch of goofs about people trying to shove bread in inappropriate places yeah. <laughs> and like plug themselves into the electrical socket. And there's a lot of like redacted and blacked out language because it's like inappropriate. Appropriate. I guess. Oh, it's people's did he have names. Sex with the toaster? Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, but there is one no, redacted. redacted and I'm like, did this guy have sex with the toaster? Yeah, he totally tried Why to have sex with the toaster. That's what it means. Though I don't. And also, <laughs> I don't know. Side effect is you do things a toaster would do. I feel like toasters don't have sex with other toasters. That's like not their prime directive, right? <laughs> toasters don't even have a prime directive. They're just like a simple. Yeah, machine. we just toast bread. <laughs> Oh my god, So Scott, how did he die? <laughs> uh, severe blood loss. I don't know, it's... it's, it's, it's <laughs> but it says guys, after it's, it's a gag. redacted with it. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, it's a gag. It's a gag. It's, it's like a, literally it's, just Yeah, that a whole funny third paragraph is just gags about people <laughs> pretending to be toasters after they come in contact with me. Guys, I thought about I know. that paragraph for like an hour and what it could be. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, it's uh, it's um, after two anyway, months that's of exposure the... to me, they uh start to exhibit the secondary effect. Yeah. Anyway, I'm trying to think if there's uh any other anything else I really want to point out. Not really. I don't know. There's just like a bunch of experiments that are done with me, the toaster, and um. It's like, it's just for fun. I don't know. I loved it. I thought it was just like the funnest and most interesting thing in the world, man. Yeah, it's, it yeah it was good, good dark humor. It's, uh, yeah, it's creepy and it's funny. It's, uh, it's a really excellent example of an SCP, which kind of has, uh, uh, it can be pretty dark, but also ultimately it's kind of a goofy X-Files type vibe, um, which I really like and I want to do more, uh, on this website, but I have to, I generally have to wait for people to bring them to me because a lot of these stories are, uh, not necessarily suitable for this show because they're not great. Uh, and I don't want to. <laughs> wait, but creepypastas are all always so great. Uh, I, uh, I try to save. <laughs> I try to save the bad ones for the crappy pasta episodes, which uh, the so far we have only done one, uh, and that's because I would like to argue 
Well, <laughs> well, no, we've done other bit. Like we did Dead Bart a couple episodes ago. That one's pretty awful. Uh, but there was a lot to talk about with it. Uh, but Jeff the Killer and Squidward Suicide just got an episode together because they are both so crappy, but also popular enough to warrant <laughs> talking about. But this one is a rare example of an actually genuinely good piece of literature that makes uh, great use of its specified form, which is the SCP uh, file. Uh, similar to Candle Cove, it is explicitly like a kind of new media story like you could read this mm -hmm. in a book but it's also because it's so short perfect for the internet yeah we have a very short attention span yep. us the internet us millennials on online oh no i'm an, I'm an internet now. <laughs> oh i see you're not a millennial anymore well i'm a toaster oh well how did <laughs> wait i am a toaster wait, are we all toasters this is really no, awkward i thought there was only one toaster here and now there's three toasters <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite thing about this is um, in one of the experiment logs, they have a D-class personnel, which I assume from context clues is just some, like, secretary or something. Um, Janitor. Yeah, who just, uh, they said, what do you think is in that chamber? Because, uh, and he was not informed about um, my identity or properties. Uh, and the subject said, I'm probably just some huge monster holed up in there. That's what you guys have all over the place, right? Uh, <laughs> and he yeah. didn't realize that I he was the that. first person pronoun. I know, so even though he didn't even know it was a toaster, he just automatically said, I'm probably... Yeah. Oh, that was so good. It was good. Yeah, he didn't know what was in there. He didn't know that it had that effect on people, and he didn't even realize that he used that pronoun. And what I like about do that you? is the mystery of it. You don't know why it makes you do that, but that somehow makes it creepier. Do you think the toaster speaks in the third person when it's thinking about itself? Uh, oh, I don't think the toaster thinks. I think, I, I mean, I don't mean to be so, like, excited about that, <laughs> but I really think that the way this is presented, it seems like there's literally nothing special about this toaster at all. Like, there's nothing that it does that is different from an ordinary toaster. I, the toaster, find but that offensive. I like... <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's nice, but it, it, uh, you know, it just, it just causes people to behave in this bizarre manner, um, and like take on a, not, I don't know if it's like a consciousness of the toaster, um, kind of like developing in the people around it. Uh, I don't know what it is. I, it's like, it's, um, delightfully mysterious. Yes, exactly. That's a good way to put it. I like, I, I, I like to imagine that just, uh, reality kind of warps around me so that people, yes, I'm a normal <laughs> toaster, but people, have to like they have this reality is broken in such a way that they have to talk about me in the first person um and also start to become a toaster uh it reminds me of the doctor who episode midnight where uh the eponymous oh. doctor uh who i will call doctor who so that i get angry tweets about it <laughs> Uh, Doctor Who encounters an alien who starts to steal his words and then eventually is saying the things he's saying, like, before he says them. Uh, yeah. I don't oh, remember so that creepy. one at all. I hated that episode. It's like, the, just gives you such an awful feeling. Yeah. Which that. Doctor Who was it? Uh, it was, it was David Tennant um, Doctor Who. Uh, it's the one. Yeah. I feel like I should remember that. They better. go to, like, a place with crystal mountains and Donna's like, I'm just gonna sunbathe here. And, uh, the, do the doctor hops on like a train and then the train gets like locked and they're all like we should throw the doctor from the train and then he's all like no oh. don't throw anyone from the train and they're all like oh. throw mama from the train oh I knew you were going there and it, it felt so terrible <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, anyway, Cassie, what's your favorite part of this story? Or the spookiest part for you? Yep. Uh... <laughs> hey, y- y'all have to choose which Cassie I meant. Other Cassie. Uh, I, okay, I'm gonna go. I didn't pick this up beforehand. I mean, I really like the part that Jeff pointed out um, where that, like, background person who works at SCP just, uh, you know, says I'm probably some huge monster hold up in there. Um, another part we didn't talk about that I also liked was they tried um, taking a screw out of the toaster and just, like, held it up to somebody and they were like, what's this? And they said, oh, that's my screw. So, like, they determined that the effect the toaster has, has um, follows, like, just its components as well, so you couldn't even, like, break it apart to destroy it because people would still... Like, basically there's just nothing you can do about this except keep it away from Yeah, people. like, <laughs> even if they decided to grind it into dust, that might make it more dangerous, because if the dust got spread, then there's billions <sighs> of little particles that turn people into toasters. This is a Jumanji problem. You just can't get rid of it, no matter what you do. Well, what if you took a copy of Jumanji <laughs> into a copy of Zathura? Whoa. Like, what, what if you had <laughs> the box of Jumanji with you, and right. you started playing Zathura, and you just threw Jumanji out into space? Well, I guess that's Listen, Zathura's problem. The Zathura... I did not see Zathura is movie, exactly Jumanji, except it's in space. It's a sci-fi-themed they, game. They were both game. written in the same exact way, right? Uh... Like, just pictures? What do you mean? Do you remember the book? Oh, no, I didn't read any ju- of those books. Oh, they had a Jumanji book and a Zathura I think they're, they they're like, normal no text, novels. I thought. I thought it was just illustrations. Oh, I don't know. I thought they were normal novels. I don't know. They're both written somehow, by the same dude, uh, but the movies are yeah. made by different people, so I don't think they referenced Jumanji in the movie Zathura wow. at all. They should just have had Robin Williams show up. Yeah, he could be, like, the astronaut instead of Dak <laughs> Shepard. <laughs> oh, ew. I don't want to ever watch that movie. <laughs> yeah, it was Dax. It was Dax. Um, I had a I had a board game version of Jumanji. Did it Did it work like Jumanji? Did it, it didn't no, make any did CGI monkeys get into your house? It didn't no. make your parents come back from the dead. No, no, you know, just uh, it was just kind of like whatever. Didn't- I, oh, you know what it had? It had those. Okay, it had cards that were like red squiggles, but then when you looked at them through a red mm. lens, oh. it would reveal Cute. something to you. That's-, That's what it had. Yeah. Okay, Cassie, what was your favorite yep. part of SCP four two six? Oh, we're doing favorite, not creepy. Either way. Okay, well, two things. If I had to pick a creepy one, the story is so fun and tongue-in-cheek that I kind of blocked out that they kept terminating all these people. They're like, oh, um, we decided to test this guy. Oh, and then the subject was terminated one hour after the test. I was like, oh, they just killed that no, guy. They no, they fired reason. him. They didn't kill him. It says subject was terminated. Yeah. I'm imagining- It doesn't say. It doesn't say. It doesn't say. I'm just saying, it doesn't say they fired him. To me, it sounds like they killed him. Oh, maybe that one, because he had especially bad effects that they probably couldn't Yeah, reverse. okay, so in the story, they put him in with, the, with me, yeah. and I'm not doing this. No, that's too hard. And they start talking as if they're brothers and, like, holding each other. Or he's holding the toaster. So I imagine they killed him. Yeah, it seems likely. Uh, My favorite part was probably the last line, when you realize the person writing it also thinks they're the toaster. (laughs) The last line is, thank God there are some limits to my effect. A lot of us were really starting to get worried about me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it's, like, signed Dr. Somebody. Dr. Someone. (laughs) I would have liked, like, Dr. Toaster. I don't know. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's great. I, you're right. That is a great line. <laughs> well, it's uh, it's interesting because even if you're not in the presence of me, you still talk about me in the first person. <laughs> that's the thing about it. I think you have to. Well, I think you have to experience the effect. Like you have to have been in its presence for that. No, because the the very first guy, they're like, "What do you think is in that chamber?" We you've never seen like they didn't open the chamber or tell him what was in the chamber. They were just like, "What do you think's in there?" And he said, "I don't know. I guess I'm." some huge monster in there. Well, they're like, what do you think's oh. in my chamber? <laughs> I actually wonder then, maybe if you just don't know that if anything is there at all, if you're not caused to think about it, because the last experiment is like some other D-class personnel, these four D-class personnel at SCP, was placed in an isolation in a cell adjacent to my Vitoster's chamber to be observed until my secondary effect manifests, and then it says no effects appeared. So I'm like wondering if they took some guy and put him in a cell next to the toaster but like didn't even say there was yeah, anything yeah, at all in the cell like. well the door. secondary effect is when you start to believe that you're a toaster and start like shoving bread in you and stuff so that guy yeah, was fine. but this is a uh... Yeah, but they didn't, he didn't even, it doesn't mention whether he suffered from the primary effect. But either. how would he? Because it says he, no effect dis- he wouldn't have described the toaster at all because he didn't know it was there. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think that you only experience the primary effect. So like right now, if I just like told you about it, like even if we were hundreds of miles away, um, if I said, hey, what do you think about this mystery item? You know, I think that you would experience the primary yeah, effect. Yeah. But I think, I don't know. Anyway, I'm, I'm just postulating what might be. Yeah, I guess it's impossible to know whether the primary effect is uh, happening unless it's currently being um, demonstrated. Yeah. Mm. Well, they killed that guy, too, so. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> see, uh, see, that's why I don't think that the Terminated is killed. I think it's I think it's um, vague on purpose. Yeah. I yeah, think they would have specified one way or the other. The I mean, they probably definitely had to kill the first guy. The second guy had no idea what was happening, so maybe they were they actually fired Terminated <laughs> instead of firing, lighting him on fire. Terminated him. Well, they could just throw him in a, in a chamber with a different SCP, like that yeah. one that's a gross statue that kills you. That would take forever. <laughs> what? It, all you have to do is blink, and then it's there. Oh, I thought oh, you were talking that about that, that Babylonian statue. Oh yeah, that one doesn't kill you. That makes you. That no. makes you kill. That makes you find a mother and have her to kill, kill her, her, her baby. baby. But only if she loves the baby. If she hates the baby, it's a no go. Yes, that's true. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so I think my favorite part of this story is probably the um, the my screw part. I really like the, the realization mm. that you can't even break the thing apart. Um, and I already mentioned about that, the things that are cool <laughs> about it in the ways that they are cool. <laughs> so there's not really much. Is, do we have anything, any last, any final words on this story? I think I'm great. Um, and it told the world a lot about me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It, it definitely summed me up pretty well. Yeah, mm. I agree. We're great. I was just going to say I I think that this this whole story is like a huge grammar joke. Yeah. And I love it. And good job whoever oh, wrote this. The toaster find wrote out it. Who wrote it? Let's see. Uh, really these aren't anonymous. History uh user Fla. Good job Fla. We're going to send this. you a toaster. Oh, uh, and his uh his uh icon on the SCP wiki is the brave little toaster. Oh. Cute. <gasps> see, Fla to me is g- gender non specific. Oh, no. Yeah, Jeff, way to assume well, a man wrote it. The toaster is a boy, so... What? It's a toaster! Is it? I don't know. I haven't seen that movie. They yeah. might, it, it's voice, it's a voice. Oh, no, Jeff, right, because... And it doesn't have eyelashes or boobs, so it must be a... Oh! Yeah, it doesn't have a bow in its hair <laughs> or lips. <laughs> yes. So it's good. It's a boy toaster. 
<laughs> uh, gross. <laughs> when it has makeup, you know it's a girl poster. <laughs> That's true. These are hard and fast <laughs> Okay, so Cassie, tell us about where the people out there uh, listening can find you on the internet if you would like them to do so. I'm going to go first! Okay, but do it as me. Yeah. Okay, so I'm Cassie Rose, mm-hmm. and I, I, uh, I'm I on the internet as Yurchmonger. That's Y-R-C-H-M-O-N-G-E-R. And I'm just on everything, probably. Probably Twitter, probably Instagram. Um, I also run a website with other Cassie called Bibliomantics.com, where I, Cassie Rose, enjoy talking about books. So if you like books, you should check that out. That was great. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, I'm Cassie Kingsbury. Uh, oh I am on the internet as Love of Strings because strings are really awesome. Uh, I love cats. They're really great. You can follow me on Twitter where I talk about cats. It's true. Uh, also on Tumblr where I retumble cute animals doing cute animal things. Uh, once I wrote for a site called Bibliomantics. Uh, sometimes yep. I still do it and sometimes I promise I'm going to do it and I don't, but that's okay because me, <laughs> Cassie Kingsbury, is still loved by other cats. Cassie, Cassie Rose. And I'm Jeff Kowalski. Please remember that those Cassies <laughs> just switched just now. Uh, they were different. They switched. They swapped. They swapped. They're Wait, switched. how could you tell? Because uh, I know both of you very well. And Who is even talking right now? It's me, Jeff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at J3FK. Please tweet about the show. If you tweet about the show using the hashtag creepypodsta or uh, tag me in the tweet, I will send you a code for... F- toaster. A- yeah, I'll send you a toaster. No, I'll send you a code for a free <laughs> copy of Unknowing, which is an anthology of horror stories that has stories by me and both Cassies in it. You'll like it a lot. Uh, if you would like to just buy one, you can go to weaponizedlanguage.com slash unknowing, or you can just go to weaponizedlanguage.com no, nothing after that and read all of the other things I wrote and listen to my other podcasts and uh, read a comic that I used to do. It's a lot of fun. It's awesome. But that's the end of this podcast, so I'm going to go continue to look at these behind-the-scenes set photos for X-Men Apocalypse. Um, Olivia Munn is playing Psylocke, which is very strange, because I thought that she was just like a video game TV journalist, but I guess she's an actor now. No, mm-hmm. she's very bad at yeah. it. <laughs> uh, that's that's okay. unfortunate. She's really good with a sword. You know they're probably going to put her in the X-Force movie as Psylocke also. That's probably why they cast a real actor instead of just like in X-Men 3 when Psylocke was just like some stunt extra. You couldn't even tell it was Psylocke. Yeah, exactly. She had like purple hair and was in the credits as Psylocke. No one addressed her by name. I don't like to talk about that movie. Yes. Okay, but listen, if in Apocalypse, when Cyclops comes on screen for the first time, if they're not playing sunglasses at night in the background, I'm just going to turn it off and walk <laughs> out of the theater. <laughs>
because that would be such a grossly missed opportunity. It would just be unforgivable. <laughs> just never watch another movie they again for the rest of my I life. I don't think they have they done that in literally any of the X Men movies. I uh, know it's a terrible joke from X Men Evolution. The best X Men. <laughs> No X-Men adaptation, except maybe the X-Men Legends video games, has been as good as X-Men comic books. It's X-Men super unfortunate. X-Men Evolution is <laughs> Amazing. far better than it has any right to be, being a high school alternate universe of the X-Men, which already takes place in a high school. <laughs> they're like, what if this high <laughs> this school story took place school. in a high school? What? That's exactly what it is. <laughs> And everyone goes to school. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they're going to set the... It's They're not going to go to the Xavier school. They're going to go to a regular high school. Isn't that exciting? Uh, it is exciting, okay? <laughs> Oh, it shows great. Anyway, uh, this has been Creepy Pods the Creepy Pods the podcast. Wait, this was still yeah, the this episode. Still this the has been X Men Evolution, the X Men Evolution podcast. Yeah, this has been X Pod Evolution, the X Men Evolution fancast. Uh, <laughs> signing off. Catch us next week. Bye. Bye. Uh, and I'm gonna click stop on the record. Me too.